Hello in there. Open up. Hello. I'll bet that my machine is. And. And what? Huh. I'm. Damn, what an idiot. Oh, boy. I'm stuck right now. Open the door, damn it! That machine is mine! Mine! Someone, anyone! Let me in. But what? This door doesn't look all that strong. Maybe I can slip the lock somehow. No. Nothing doing. I'm just going to break my knife. And there's no use in making a mess with the door either. It'll just give them. Reason to be angry. Whoever they are. Couldn't have been the Eloy. They would have said something about it. But if it wasn't them, who was it? I, I get the idea. They don't like machines, but maybe that's all it is. They didn't like it sitting there, so they put it inside. I better be careful how I ask. Say, say, Elman, heart. It, it, it's a wonderful show, but. I returned to the stone house to find the Elor preparing to hold some kind of festival or party. I soon learned that the guest of honor was to be me. But uh, Sam thanks you all. They had pitched a brightly colored tent on the lawn below their building, next to a stream that flowed swiftly down in the direction of the Hudson. Bada, it's a winter. It's a wit drowning. Say, say. The girl had gone under by the time I reached her, but she revived okay once I dragged her onto the shore, and was already smiling and laughing again before I left her. That night, I asked Elwan about the time machine. Machine? Say, machine. Branten statue. Sam. Parse machine. Eli, not parse machine. More like Karna. 
More lights, Tony. Say, say, more light planting statue. But who, who are the Morlocks? Nah, nah, nah. Morlock kite ploy Eloy. Morlocks, it seemed, were bad for the Eloy. Elwan rose as if to go, but at that moment, the girl I had rescued appeared from the sleeping aisle to the side of the hall. She seemed completely restored and wore a garland of white flowers in her hair, which glowed in the light of the stones. Ipsa wintu fa wina. Hola, wina. Wina. Hola, Sam. Wina drosher bi Sam. Sam na trema. Wina is very lovely, but... Wina Sam wintu harten. But... Kale, Kale, Sam Bonek Blora Wiener, Kale. This happened on the evening of the second day. From that moment, except when I expressly forbade her to, Wiener followed me everywhere. She became my spokesperson and my guide. And in the next six days, I was in that age. I learned a lot from her. Yes, I came to love her. But in the end, I wonder if it wouldn't have been better if she had drowned. Day three, raining again. My biggest error, apart from not bringing a chain to lock my machine with, is not to wear a good raincoat, preferably one with lots of pockets. More batteries for my recorder and flashlight would have been a good idea, too. Hola. Sam, come heat. Arten, Wina. Sam... Kader, say... In one minute? <laughs> <laughs> say, Wina, in one minute. <laughs> Wina and I had our first difference of opinion earlier. Because it's raining, I decided to take a look around the inside of this place. Uh, it's huge. It's also very old. I haven't yet learned whether the Morlocks actually built it or whether it was here from before. What, before what? I'm not sure before the current age, when everybody still lived together, perhaps. The Morlocks live under the ground, while the Eloi live on top. Who was actually in charge, I can't say as yet. The Eloi seem powerless to get my machine back, though, so I guess sooner or later I'm going to have to deal with these other folks. That isn't going to make the Eloi happy. This morning, while Wien and I were exploring, I discovered a stairway leading down into what must be the basement of this building. Wiener started to flip out. I mean, if you can imagine a lily growing pale, that's what she looked like. I thought she was going to faint for sure, so I told her to sit there while I went down. She began to wail. It was only when I showed her my flashlight that she agreed to let me go. But it was all for nothing, because right away I came to a pair of bronze doors, heavier than the one on the base of the Sphinx, and I had to turn back. But after lunch... I'm going to test a little theory of mine about the, the well I saw on the hillside. This way, Weena. Come. Weena, not peely peely. Weena, baku. What's that? Weena, go slow. Eat peely peely. Blueberries. Say, say. Peely peely, bobek. Sam Brana, Eloy. <laughs> Sam eat blueberries, too? Many times, Wina, on this very hill. Well, 
many years ago. Too fast. Here, eat. Hartem. Weena, where did the Eloi get their food? Food? Pili pili. Skorati. Kistati. Oh, Morlock bring. Morlock take away. Kade, <laughs> Sam. Sam and Weena go back? Now, Weena, I want to take another look from up here. Look? I was up here yesterday. I thought I saw... Yes, there. Lade Ipse? A building. I don't know why, but it looks promising. What is promising? Uh, like, maybe I can find tools there, make fire. Kade. We go back now? <laughs> We're not coming. On the way back, we came upon the strange dry well I had noticed on my earlier visit. Weena clearly wanted to have nothing to do with it. A wheel, Sam? Yet a Morlock. What about the Morlocks, Weena? What is it for? Morlock had done. Morlock go in and Morlock come out. Well, if the Morlock can, so can I. Nah, Sam. Yet a Morlock. Let Sam worry about them. Sure enough, there are handholds. Itiri, not Bobek. Don't forget, I've got my flashlight. Not a Ipsy flashlight. Sam, not Dekida. It was still light out when I began my descent, and I could see around me in the shaft for quite a while. A dull, rhythmic throbbing like heavy machinery rose in warm air from below. I had not gone far when I reached the first lateral level to my right. I paused, clinging to the rungs, and peered into the darkness. A pair of large eyes reflecting the dim light from above was fixed on me. If these were the folks who had taken my machine, I must neither offend them nor act afraid. Hello? Who's there? The eyes immediately darted sideways, out of sight. Not a greeting, but not aggressive either. The air was warmer now, and the sound of industry below me was growing louder. So this was what made the idyllic world of the Eloy possible. A vast underground network of tunnels and workspaces inhabited by a race of workers, the Morlocks, who rarely, if ever, saw the light. Who said that? My right hand closed on the flashlight in my pocket. We did. Yes, but. Forgive me, but I am not Eloy. I am Sam Lyman. I have come here from the distant past. Please. There was a scuffling, and I felt someone or something slip by me in the near total darkness of the place. 
I could barely make out a bipedal creature, a, a bit shorter than myself but broader in the shoulders. It seemed to be pale gray in color. And I wasn't sure but what it was actually luminescent. It vanished through a door somewhere in front of me. Shit. I resisted the urge to leap back onto the ladder which I still gripped with my left. But to flee now would serve nothing. And I really wanted one thing and one thing alone, to get my machine back. So I stood there. All the while I waited, my mind was trying to come to grips with what was going on around me, of course. Again, it occurred to me that I had been pretty stupid thinking only about how to travel in time, and spending little or no time at all figuring out why or what I would do once I succeeded. Had I done this for money, which is what some people might think, or or for pure science and a, and a place in history? Or was it for the fun of hanging out in the garage with Willie and building the machine? A bit of each, perhaps. But I hadn't really thought this through. Pretty dumb, I thought. You are to come with me. Um, uh, I, I can't do that. Why not? You came this far, okay? You come with me. I, uh, look, can I just get my machine back? First, you must talk to my boss. Then I will get my machine back. Uh, perhaps. After month's end, maybe. Until then, you remain here. Huh? Come. I, I can't do that. What do you mean you can't do that? Come. I can't see. Good. That way you no trouble to Morlock. Now, come. In one movement, I whipped the flashlight out of my pocket, aimed it, and switched it on. Ah! In a split second, it took my own eyes to adjust to the no! light. I saw the ugliest, most misshapen human-like creature. His huge eyes were tightly shut, and he was twisted up as if the light on his skin alone was enough to cause him pain. Turn your light off. I wasted no time beginning my ascent. Come back! I held the flashlight aimed downward behind me until I reached the first lateral. Day four, evening. I returned to the surface to find Weena gone. She'd made it back to the hall on her own, okay. She hasn't mentioned my going down into the tunnel, although I think I detected a look of relief when I returned. My exploration has given me plenty to think about, although one thing appears more and more certain. Sometime in the 90,000 years since my era, mankind has coalesced into two groups, one which laughs and plays all the time, and one that is grim and serious, one which inhabits the world of sunshine and the other which lives beneath the earth in a network of tunnels and workspaces whose dimensions I can only guess at. Relations between these two groups are less clear to me. The Eloi depend on the Morlocks to bring them food and to clean up after them. Who knows but what the Morlocks actually built this place for them as well, 
Almost certainly the Eloi did not. I have yet to see one of them pick up anything heavier than a piece of fruit. I also have no idea what it is the Morlocks get in return. Hola, Sam. Sam, come inside now? No, Rina. Sam is fine, right here. Listen. Lovely, no? Huh? Come inside. We must sing. Perhaps later. Sam, come. Moon almost gone. Yet a Morlock. Sam has light, Wiener. Now fear Morlock. Eloy fear Morlock. I'll be along soon. <laughs> In a minute? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the moon, which was entering its final quarter when I arrived, is now almost gone. This seems to be of some concern to my friends, the Eloy, although it may be a good thing for me. That Morlock I spoke to said nothing could happen regarding my machine until the month was out. Did he mean the new moon, I wonder? In any case, tomorrow I'm going over toward the river to inspect that building I saw over there. Maybe I'll find tools to open the door in the base of that statue. I'm not sure the time machine is still in there, of course, but I think it's worth a try. More later. Rina? This way, girl. Coming. <laughs> Whatever her concern had been, in the morning, Rina seemed thrilled at the idea of a walk to the river. I later realized this was because it was in the opposite direction from the tunnel opening. We saw plenty more of those as we walked, however. Rina said nothing about them. Rina finds flowers. Lovely. Just look at those. Some kind of foxglove. For Sam. <laughs> here. Oh, more for me? I... Wait, here. Put them in here. Hard time, Rina. Sam and Wina reach building Eta. Then go in? Eta, Wina. We go in. Wow. Unreal. Unreal? Very nice. Big. Like a museum, I think. What means... Uh... Museum. A place to show special things. Look here. It was once a museum of natural history, perhaps. But when it last had visitors, was anybody's guess. <coughs> what? Oh, no, that's a that's a bear. Uh, uh, don't worry. It, it can't hurt you. You see, it's uh, it's safe in its own glass house. The building was designed to make good use of sunlight though much of the glass in its windows was broken. There was lots of light everywhere. Weena? Weena? You didn't... Oh, there you are. What have you found? See, stars. Stars in-house. Now, Weena. Diamonds. Diamonds under glass. Diamonds? Stones. Stones? So bright, like stars. Very pretty, yes. <laughs> Weena smiles. Weena have? Uh, sure, if I can get them out of there. Uh, let's see. Um, ah, this, uh, this chair ought to do it. Here. For Weena. To where? 
Again, again. Oh, oh. oh uh, careful. Oh, oh, you've cut yourself. Oh, oh, oh. Like five. Here, hold finger. So. So. Fire hurt, Weena. Yes. Come on. Find real fire. Fire here? I hope so, and and tools. Tools? Yes, to open door. Then you and I, uh, uh, then Weena and Sam go. Leave Morlocks. Come. I was wrong about finding any tools, but we did find a box of kitchen matches and a showcase on the uses of natural sulfur. There were two dynamite caps as well, and my heart pounded because I knew that with these I could blow the doors off of anything. But from the weight of them, I knew right away they were dummies for display only. Not far away, I found a supply of paraffin wax, which I thought would make a great firebomb should I ever want to light things up down in the world of the Morlocks. But I was growing convinced that the only way I would reach my time machine again was underground. Before leaving the museum, I managed to remove a leg from one of the showcases, a length of steel tube with a flat metal bracket bolted to one end. This would serve me as a weapon, if nothing else. Weena killed Nade Sam. Hurry now. What's the matter, Weena? Ipsalata Hirtendela, Night of Long Shadows, Morlock Kade. Morlock Kade? Where? Everywhere. Tonight Morlock come. Take Eloy. Go. What? It was then that I learned from Weena, but I had only guessed that until then. This was the other half of the hideous deal that bound this world together. What the Eloy gave to the Morlock. The answer was themselves. One night a month, the Morlocks emerged to harvest the Eloy at will. Morlock, Atke Tade, Atke Eloy, Eloy Moor. As she told me the story, my thoughts wandered from the trail to the world below ground, to the livid gray creatures I had seen, and we went a little bit off our course. I wasn't worried about this at first because I was sure we still had two hours of light ahead of us. Then I saw what Weena probably knew all along. On this day, the Morlocks were not going to wait until full dark. Already, they were starting to appear in ones and twos outside their tunnels. For some way, I heard nothing but the crackling of twigs under our feet, the faint rustle of the breeze above, and the rhythm of our breath as we hurried on our way. But it was too late. Stand back, you there, Weena! Get over here! No, Sam, no use. What the hell do you mean? Watch this! In an instant, I had a square of paraffin out and stuck to the steel bar. I lit it. I flew! Fire! <laughs> the Morlock stepped back, but he didn't seem half as bothered by the light as his fellows below ground had. I considered trying my flashlight instead. But its batteries were almost gone, and now the Morlocks were all around us. We're gonna have to run for it, Weena. Run where? Uh, that way. You go first. That way I can see you. Sam, go first. We are staying. What? But, 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 but that's crazy. Get ah, back, you! Ah, ah. Sam, save Weena from River. Maybe Weena save Sam. No, Weena. No. Weena took one step from me. And was immediately seized by eager hands. She didn't resist or even cry out. I stood in frozen anguish for a second, 
and several other Morlocks came at me. I dove after Weena, but she was gone. Out of my way. Go on. Get back. The remaining Morlocks began to back away. I thought it was I who was driving them back. Then I noticed the light flickering off the trees, and I realized that my torch had set the woods on fire all around me. Oh, my God, what have I done? No! I began to run. Of course, I wanted to get back to the statue where I still presumed my machine to be, but I had no idea where I was. Meanwhile, the fire spread rapidly. No! Coming up the hillside, I saw a group of Morlocks, dazzled by the light and heat, blunders straight into the flames. The cries were awful, and I realized how completely helpless and miserable they were in the glare, and I and I struck no more of them. For most of that night, I was persuaded that it was all a nightmare. I screamed and called upon whatever God might be listening, and yes, I even pinched myself in the hope that I would wake up, but it was no use. Finally, I, I stumbled into a stream. I thought it might be the same one from which I had rescued Weena, so I stopped and waited for dawn. Day 7. I've now been traveling for two full days since leaving the Eloy and the Morlocks. The sun is growing redder and redder, and I think I'll stop soon. I still don't really know who took my machine back there. When I got back to the lawn by the Sphinx, it was just sitting there, right where I had left it. I thought that was pretty weird, but on reflection, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, I wasn't much use to anybody, and after I started that fire, I guess either the Eloy or the Morlocks could have concluded they'd be better off if I cleared out. I am going to stop again now, but after what happened, this time I think I'll just stay aboard and look around. Wow. Now this is different. But that looks like the ocean. It must have risen a hundred feet or else the continent is sinking. I wonder what the water is like. No, 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 no. No, you don't, Sam, old man. And are you ever old? Let's see. Um, three years per second times 48 hours. I must have traveled a half a million years. Oh. Cold. It sure doesn't look like mankind made it. Neither Eloy nor Morlock. I should at least climb down and collect some specimens or something. I could use a, a pit stop and a stretch. But I mustn't go far. The machine was standing on a sloping beach. The lead-colored sea stretched away to the southwest toward a sharp horizon under a pale pink sky. Oh, but what the dickens was that? Could it have been a... Yikes, that's a, 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 a butterfly. It's huge. I wonder if... Oh, my God, look at that monster. A reddish mass I had thought to be a rock suddenly rose up on eight spindly legs. It was a huge crab. Its eyes popped up on stalks, and it unfolded two massive pincers. Oh, Baby, get me out of here. Whoa! Ow! Whoa. I was almost too slow. 
The big thing got a hold of the machine with one claw and gave us a shake. It was about to go for me, but I managed to jam the steel bar in its other claw. In the next moment, we were gone. I suppose I could have killed the thing and had one heck of a crab bake before coming home. But I didn't. It somehow seemed so special to me. I know it couldn't be an endangered species, but I, I don't think I could ever kill something as highly evolved as that. As I traveled back here, I had plenty of time to think about all of that and my lack of attention to these things before I set out. The more I thought about it, the more I realized that nothing I was doing justified the loss of anyone's life, not one person's. At the end of human time, there was still that, the Eloy and the Morlocks both. Not, not even a single crabs. No matter how big, huh? Right. Wow. What a story. You want it, Herb? It's yours. This food, it's the spot. But, well... How will anybody believe it, Sam? I don't know. How can I prove it, Alice? Well, did you bring back any specimens? Not from the beach, no. I do have these flowers Weena kept stuffing in my pockets for whatever they're worth. Let me look at them. What about the machine itself? What about it? Well, where is it? Is, is it okay? Sure, it's out in the garage. It's a bit banged up from my little waltz with that crab, but it, it works all right. Can we look at it? Of course. That's why I invited you, Jay. Hey, you didn't take any pictures, did you? I could really use some for the article. No, I didn't. But I do have this. The Eloy depend on the Morlocks to bring them food and to clean up after them. Who knows but what the Morlocks actually built this place for them as well. Almost certainly the Eloy did not. I have yet to see one of them pick up anything heavier than a piece of fruit. I also have no idea what it is the Morlocks get in return. Hola, Sam. Sam, come inside now? No, we're not. Sam is fine, right here. Shh. Wow. That was Weena? Yes, Willie. That is Weena. Because she is still there. In part of the future, she is still alive. I could go back there and rescue her again, couldn't I? Sheesh, I, I'll be damned if I understand it all myself. Look, come on, Herb. Let's go and look at the machine, okay? Yeah, yeah, okay. We all went out to the garage with him, and we saw the machine. And it was exactly as he had said. There were bits of moss and something that looked like seaweed on the landing skids. I don't think Miss Kellett has ever succeeded in identifying any of the samples Sam let her take away. We all said goodnight to him. I shared a cab home with Jay Hoffman, the patent attorney. He thought the whole thing was a well-constructed lie. And uh, what did you think, Mr. Wells? Well, I felt otherwise. And I spent the whole night drafting an article about Sam's story. I never published it, however. The next day, I called him up to check some of the statements in the article. But there was no answer. After several tries, I went over to his house. And by then, I suspected what I would find. There was no one there. I went around to the garage and looked inside. The machine had also vanished. That was three years ago. And no one has seen Sam Lyman since. <laughs>